One of the best ways to grow your podcast is actually by being a guest on other people's podcasts. But what's the best way to start getting on shows that inspire you, that you dream of being a guest on? Today, we're going to go through the five steps to help you start making that a reality. Welcome to the podcast game. My name is Chris Jordan. I'm a top podcast producer, growth strategist, and my intention with this show is to help you operate like the host of a podcast with over 100 million downloads. Now, I will tell you that there are no cheat codes or secret ways to get yourself booked on major podcasts. At the end of the day, we are dealing with people, real humans, and the two factors that are going to matter the most when it comes to making yourself someone that gets booked on bigger shows is your network and the relationships that you have and then your brand and the authority that you have built in your space around the subject that you are an expert in. Those are the two most important things. We'll go over how to make the most of those and utilize them, but there's no secret thing to where you're going to... We talked about this in other episodes. I don't want anybody showing up on someone's set being like, I'm ready to be a guest. Please do not do that. Let's do it the right way. I don't think any of you would do it, but sometimes it's like, let's just let's just mention it. Now, step number one that honestly is extremely important and one of the most foundational things you can do is to build a brand that attracts podcasts to you and they want to seek you out to be a guest on their show. There is a whole part here that we'll speak on about pitching yourself to be on these shows, but if you're able to make it to where shows are coming to you and wanting you on, that's easier for you. And that really shows that you are doing things the right way. So how do you actually achieve this? This means that you have established your brand identity. You've made it very clear on who you are and what you speak about. And these hosts can go to your accounts, your podcast and see that, oh, you know, for me, they'd be like, oh, Chris, is you know an authority in the podcasting space he has a show where he's helping people learn more about podcasts and i can see from his accounts that he is publishing consistently around this topic people are following and engaging with him you know there's an audience there that is interested in this that he's growing that we could tap into and that suddenly makes a very big difference rather than me being somebody Instead, if I was like, hey, I love podcasts, I have some experience working on them, I'd love to come and be a guest on your show, I have 50 followers. There's really not much there to fully offer. Not that the conversation would be bad, but as we've said in previous episodes, really it's just creating the win-win of a valuable episode that you can deliver to them, but also for the show you want to get on, it's a win for them because they can tap into your audience and you can share your audience with them. And so really it's all about that win-win situation. I have booked for major podcasts and I will tell you that the biggest audience sometimes isn't the most important factor. It helps a lot, but there was a lot of times where I could see people who were doing exactly what I just laid out, where they were building a brand around the subject that they're an expert in. And I could tell that Maybe they're not massive yet, but it's clear that they are doing a lot of the right things. It, it feels like they are an authority in their space. Their content is consistent and good, 
and it feels like maybe they have the chance of blowing up soon, but they haven't yet. But I think, you know, both with their audience and the fact that I can watch a lot of their content and see that they have a lot of interesting talking points, let's book them on a major show and give them the chance. And sometimes those episodes do blow up and they go crazy and they get to be early on having you as a guest on their show. But there are plenty of times where, again, I've, I've booked for major podcasts where I would get a pitch from somebody who maybe they had a book and maybe that book was great, but I couldn't find anything about them really online. There was no audience to tap into. There was very little for me as a producer to get a feel for who they are, what they sound like. Are they good on camera? Are they good with their talking points? And when there's little to go on and little to show there, it makes it really hard to want to say yes and to book that person. So you don't want to be like that person. You want to be someone who is building a brand around your subject, becoming an authority and showing up consistently and improving your quality with every single post to where when you can get yourself in front of these right people, whether it's the hosts of podcasts or their teams, they can take a look at you and say, there's something here. And that's going to increase your chances of getting booked on big podcasts way faster than anything else. If you do this, this will also help you. I'm sort of framing this from getting on like major, let's say top 200 podcasts. But if you're doing all this stuff, then there's going to be a ton of other podcasts that you know, are somewhere else along their journey and getting there that would be more than happy to get you on. And that's sort of the thing is if you aim to be someone that has established themselves in all the right ways to get booked on these major shows with major platforms, then you're going to be an easy, easy yes for all of the podcasts that are on their way to also being top shows. So that is step one. I really encourage you to double down your focus on building your brand and the rest is going to come. And what is also great, which we've talked about on this show is if you have all that stuff established and then you go on these major platforms, then people will be able to funnel to you and then they'll see all of this great foundational work that you've done with your brand. And then they'll just become super fans of you and your show, which is the ultimate end goal here. Now, step number two is to create a pitch for yourself. It's really important to have something that you can send to podcasters and their production teams to let them know who you are. Now, a lot of people get this wrong because they will go and make a book out of who they are. And I will be honest that it is just impossible for people who are running shows to read the whole thing most of the time. So the importance here is to create a bio that is short and sweet about you. What are the most important things about your experience with what you're an authority on? And, you know, have you written a book? If so, make mention of that. If you have a really interesting life story that plays a part in what you want to speak about, then you can make mention of that as well. As an example, there's a lot of people who have gone through really traumatic experiences that could have put them down one path, but instead they turn their life around and really now are able to inspire a lot of people. And so if that's you, then it's worth putting that life story in your bio and in your pitch. If you just love your animals and you know, you will always love to mention that, but that really has nothing to do with your, you know, what you're an authority on and what you want to speak about. Don't make mention of that because that just takes up space that 
someone could be reading it and kind of be like, oh, whatever, and skip on to the next one because there's so many people out there that can get booked on shows. And so it's really about being short and sweet with your bio. The other thing that's really important in a pitch is social proof. Examples of this could be if you have a book, reviews of your book, you know, using testimonials of uh, notable people in the space. And honestly, it's even better if there's someone that, you know, the host that you're pitching would be aware of. Like if you can say like, hey, this person said this about me and maybe they had that person on their show, that is a really helpful way to get, you know, that host attention because they're like, well, if my friend trusted them, then maybe I will trust them, right? So that social proof thing can go a long way. Along with more social proof, including the numbers, you know, how many downloads do you get on your podcast a month? How many subscribers do you have? How many, you know, uh, email subscribers do you have? Just really putting all that really simply laid out with, you know, the icons of each app and then the numbers that you want to share. That is really helpful as well. The other thing is to make it really helpful for the host or the producers reading this and let them know what it is that you want to talk about. So as an example, say you are publishing a book around building wealth. You could tell them, hey, I have a book. This is what it's about. Here are seven different topics that I could speak on. And you lay those out in bullet points, you know, how to become recession proof, how to invest your money, what to do if you are broke, you know, and like listing out seven different things that will make it really easy for the people that are reading this pitch to be like, well, those are our topics that would be really interesting to our audience, you know, and, and that makes it easy for us. Like we can work that into our preparation for the interview because these are key points that you can talk about. You're an expert in like that takes a lot of the guessing work out of them. And the smartest thing you really can do here if you want to go more in detail for certain shows is to take a look at episodes that they have done in the past that would be in the similar realm to what it is that you want to speak about and suggest like not only here are talking points, but here are some titles. Here are people in the space that, you know, I am similar to because if a show has had proven success around, you know, maybe the theme of building wealth and you have a new perspective and you can speak on in a different way, then that will make it more enticing for them to have you on. That is a really practical way to help your pitch stand out. And now, so now once you have your pitch ready, obviously you want to go and you want to send them out. Who do you send them out to? Typically on all of these podcasters' websites or, you know, maybe their social channels, they'll share an email to send over your pitches to. There might be a forum on their website. You know, typically if you search the podcast name and contact, you'll be able to find, you know, the right email to submit yourself over to. And I encourage you, if you don't get a response here, to follow up. Be the king of following up. I have booked people on shows that it took handful of weeks or even months following up to, you know, whether it was on my end where I was booking people to get my attention or when I was booking people on other people's shows to get their attention. Everybody's busy. It's usually nothing personal at all. And so don't be discouraged if you don't get an immediate response to your pitch. But okay, now we're moving into step three. You've established building a proper brand. You now have a great pitch for yourself. The next really important thing you can do is to audit your network. Again, I mentioned that this is all about relationships. We're all humans here. And the biggest thing that can help you get booked on a bigger show is if you know somebody who happens to have a connection to 
one of these shows that you want to be on and asking them for an intro. That can go a really, really long way because, you know, we trust our friends. We trust people in our space. And so as an example for my podcast, when I have people that I trust give me suggestions of, hey, you need to meet this person or you need to have this person on the show. I'm like, absolutely. I would love to know more about them. And typically that works, you know, nine out of 10 times. Like for the most part, it's makes it easy for me. I trust you. I don't think you would send someone my way that we, you know, wouldn't be worth my time. And I've seen that happen with other shows that I have worked on. Now, the best way to have someone in your network recommend you is by doing the previous two steps, right? So this is why this is step three. If you've established both of those, then it's going to make it more worthwhile for people to reach out on behalf of you. Now, another way to really help fast track this, you know, network and relationship building is by, you know, maybe there's a big show that you want to be on, right? But you're not getting a response. Nothing's working right now, but you, you've pitched to one other show that is a great show to be on. And they might be friends with this other podcaster that is, you know, a bigger dream show of yours, right? If you go on one podcast, you make a great guest on there. You make a great episode with them. You know, then there's your way to get an intro to the bigger show that you want to be on, right? Because those people are friends. They can say, hey, I had them on my show. It was great. I love talking to them. I think you'll really love it. You should have them on. That's like the best testimonial that you could get. And I have truly seen that work when it comes to getting booked on podcasts time and time again. Now, what I am not saying is to take advantage of people or try to use someone to get to somebody else. I'm more so I'm just looking that there are truly great connections that will just happen naturally because you're showing up to be of service and to be of value as a guest on other people's podcasts or just people in your network that may know this host that you, you know, you want to be on their show. I definitely have experience where people try to take advantage of relationships, you know, or or it feels like they're using people to get, you know, on, on a podcast or you know, get in touch with this person, that will never work in building long-term relationships. So while this is tactical and practical, it is also a long-term game. And I approach it from a place of abundance and really just trying to be of value and serve people. That's just a really, really big detail that I don't want anybody to get misconstrued. Step number four is to set up win-win situations. We've talked about it being a win-win for audience to audience, right? You'll share your audience with them. They'll share their audience with you. You'll be able to grow each other together. But there's other ways where you guys can create win-wins that not a lot of people realize is an opportunity within podcasting. And one great example of this is actually what I talked about in my last episode with Justin Moore, but setting up affiliate deals with these hosts of these shows. As an example, in the future, when I launch a course around podcasting, I will probably go and be on a few other people's podcasts as a guest. And one of the things there I will plug would be a podcasting course. And what I would want to do, though, to make it more enticing for them to have me on their shows, I would say, hey, I'll create a special you know, link for you. If anybody purchases it through this, you will get a kickback from this. So not only are you having me on your show, which is giving me you know, access to your audience and really helping me grow, you know, I'm also giving you the chance to not only grow your audience and, 
you know, have a great episode is what I'm there to to give. But I'll also be able to give you a little bit of a kickback because if you've gotten me customers, I want to be able to thank you and I'll give you, you know, 25% of that deal. I've seen a handful of podcasters do this. I haven't seen enough people really take advantage of this as an opportunity. You know, I think if you focus on the first three things, those can be great. But if you're still struggling like a little bit, uh, this is that other avenue that you can take to where you can make the pitch a little bit more enticing. Now, the fifth and final thing I want to speak about today is something that is a little bit more interesting, but I have seen it work in some cases, and that is to create content around the host show that you want to be on. As an example, say for this episode, somebody took a segment of something I said, and then they cut to them afterwards, and they said, I actually agree with him because I've also experienced this, this, and this. Or they would take something and say, I actually want to add another point here, and also you can do this, this, and this. You could go the route of disagreeing with the person. I don't know, you know, if you do it tastefully, then that can be okay, but in general, we're trying to get you on, you know, the the friendly side of this host uh, so that they would eventually bring you on their show. So, you know, doing it all tastefully, but truly like to adding your perspective, because like what that can do is sometimes those clips go viral. And not only is it like serving you and your brand and your audience, but you've now shown, you know, maybe a couple hundred, a couple hundred thousand people, this segment from, you know, this podcast that you want to be on. And that can help that host see that video and be like, well, hey, thanks for sharing this and adding your perspective on it. And then they go and they check out your account and they see what you're up to and they might take interest to you. And so I've seen that a lot where you can just curate content from their show, give your perspective on it. That shows that you're also an authority around, you know, whatever it is you're an authority in. And that can be a good way for them to become aware of you. Because that's the hardest thing is getting people's attention. There's so much competition in terms of, you know, the ability to watch and consume everything online that these are all ways to really fast track that and to help improve your chances. So this is something that I've kind of seen start to work and I will even explore it a little bit in my content in the future and just something interesting that I think. So this is an interesting tip that if you're not seeing results with the previous steps, then to give this a shot, and this might be a way where, you know, if you have a growing audience, you can get them to rally behind you and tag, you know, this podcast host in the comments. If you're tagging them in the post, that's an easier way for them to see it. You know, it's really just about getting you on their radar. I believe everybody listening to this has the ability to be an awesome guest. Truthfully, right now, I am building all these foundational pieces myself. I am building my brand. I am building my show here and i've only done a few guest appearances on other people's podcasts but now i've built myself up to where i'm starting to attract people to bring me as a guest on their show because i've laid the foundational work and really started to build a brand in that way and now i can start pulling levers you know from the other things that we talked about from you know i'm crafting my pitch now you know i'm looking into my network and seeing you know where I can find some new opportunities and trying to create those win-win situations. And in terms of bigger shows right now, it wouldn't make sense for me to be a guest on those shows. But I know that I'm doing all these things that give it a couple months, give it a couple years. You know, I'm here for the long game, so it's okay if it takes that long. 
because by then I'll just be honestly in a better place with my audience. And so I know that it will work out and I'm actively doing all of these things. So if any of this like feels like overwhelming, again, start with the first one, just building your brand. And over time, the rest will start to fall into place. But it really is important for you to be a guest on other podcasts because it will help promote your brand, your podcast. Obviously, if you have a book or certain services, it can help there as well. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If there's any other questions around this, please feel free to let me know. Shoot me a message over on LinkedIn or if you're watching the video on YouTube, you know, you can comment down below. Uh, just feel free. There's links in the descriptions everywhere uh, for different ways to contact me. I'm more than happy to dive deeper on this in the future. We're definitely going to keep talking about it, especially as I learn more ways and just, you know, answer any more specific questions that you guys have. But in general, I'm looking forward to seeing all of you become extraordinary guests on some of the top podcasts. And I'm really excited. If any of you use this and you start to see quicker success over the next few weeks or months, please let me know. And in general, I'm grateful for all of you. Before we go, I do want to announce that I have opened up a couple more slots for consulting those of you who have podcasts that want to use it as a way to grow your business on the back end. I've got some more availability for that. And so if that is of interest to you, there'll be a link in the description to a page that would give you more details. And then from there, you'll be able to book a quick intro call with me and we can see what's going on with you and your show and kind of what your goals are. I'd be more than grateful to speak to any of you. Just grateful for all of you that have been listening and supporting the show. Just excited for all that's going to happen and uh, grateful for your time. So again, my name is Chris Jordan. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next episode.